Armchair Detectives. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm Sarah. And I'm Allie, and you're listening to Desk Chair Detectives. Hi. Hello. Hello. What What was the place that I sent you the... What is it? Scandinavia? Slovakia. Oh, Slovakia. Oh. Hello, Slovakia. Hello, Slovakia. <laughs> uh, just like a little humble brag. Uh, just here. Well, one hello. And just chair to welcome everyone else, <laughs> everyone in America and whoever else. You got to step up your game because desk chair detectives was rated number twenty six in the true crime charts in where Slovakia. Slovakia. Where is that? <laughs> Hello to our Slovakian fans only. Oh yeah, let me see. <laughs> let me see how to greet someone. We're gonna offend everybody and then we're not going to have any listeners from Slovakia. Ahoy. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. You can't Ahoy. use that. Ahoy. That A-H-O-J. Ahoy. <laughs> Ahoy. Wait, I'm looking up languages spe- spoken. Ahoy. It's Slovak. It's well, Slovak yeah. is the official yeah. language. A-H-O-J? Yeah. I'm doing the Google Translate where they say Ahoy. Ahoy. Oh my gosh. Ahoy. 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 Okay, so I typed in greetings. <laughs> this one's hard. Pozdravujem. Oh. Pozdravujem. Pozdravujem. Perfect. Nailed it. Slovenia. <laughs> Slovakia. Slovakia. Why can't I remember that? This is going to be a very choppy intro. Yeah. Oh, it's by like uh, Budapest, Hungary. Oh, yeah, it's right between. It's like, okay, uh, these are, it's like surrounded by Poland, Czechia. Austria, Hungary, Romania, and Ukraine. I've never heard of some of these countries. I'm just going to be honest with you. Moldova is a country. New Jersey is education at its finest. <laughs> no, I have to tell you also, do not ask me where the 50 states are because I swear to God, <laughs> I was sick that day that we went over it or something. For the longest time, I thought Virginia was north of New Jersey. Like, oh, long... I thought my geography was bad. Damn. No, like a long time. My friend went to William and Mary. Is that in Virginia? Is it in Virginia? It sounds like a college that would be in Virginia or Pennsylvania, just based on the name. Where is William? It's Virginia. It's... And I was like, oh, so when are you going to come down and visit? And he was like, visit where? And I was like, when you, like when are you coming back to New Jersey? Like, when are you coming back down? He was like, Sarah, where do you think Virginia is? <laughs> well, to be fair, I feel like a lot of people from New Jersey say, like, come down. Yeah. Like, down yeah. no matter where you are geographically. <laughs> I just assume all of, like, the 13 original colonies are, like, upwards a little bit. Oh, man. Okay. All right, Allie. What do you got for us today? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. 
Let me look at my, I was just getting some pictures up so I could show you after. Holler. Suffices. Oh, we love okay. a prepared queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Semi prepared. I should have had them up before that we got on this call, probably, but you know. All right. So, well, before I start, Sarah, there's been a very important update in one of your cases. Oh, the Delphi. Yeah. Do you wanna... Okay. I don't want to say that, like, we're responsible, but Westfield we... Watcher, Allie, you did that. Netflix comes out with a documentary. <laughs> Rebecca, you do the good nurse. Good nurse? What? Yeah. Good nurse. Yeah. Angel of Death, whatever it's called. Right? Yeah. 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 One about Charles Cullen. I almost yep. said Edward Cullen. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix is that. I also have an update for you on that. Oh, wait. Hold on. Did you this ever a... talk about that case with Tracy? The Charles Cullen one? Yeah. No. So she just so happens to give me this book the other day and says, Sarah, I think you would like this book. My dad is in it. I'm like, I'm shut sorry, up. Her dad was head of security at the hospital, and he was the one who figured out it was him. No, oh literally, age seventeen. I memorized it. For those that don't know, Tracy is our boss. <laughs> and there was another nurse. There was a there was another nurse though that like brought it. Maybe she brought it to security. They yeah, like so once they realized that there was like a problem, he was he like it was his job to like look at the who's like, on staff and all this or, stuff. Yeah. And it came down to like two people were on like the same. They like pretty much like knew it was him right away, and they like talk about how he like he was the one who like pulled him in and was like hey like what do you think about this and where was it i wanted to read you something um and it says um arnold had already interviewed several saint barnabas staffers about the insulin incident each nurse had seemed nervous concerned for their job and reputation and the patients involved only nurse charles cullen didn't appear worried at all in fact he was pointedly not worried about anything. To Arnold, it didn't seem to just be like a who me act. He genuinely didn't seem to care. And in fact, he was defiant. And like this still goes on and it's like oh Tracy's gosh. dead. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I didn't talk to Tracy about that at all. That's well, nuts. you should. I'm trying yeah. to, I just want to hang out with Tracy's dad and ask him so many questions. Yeah. But mm, so there was that. that. And then we covered delphi and literally what three weeks later they arrested someone and it's like really frustrating because they're obviously not saying like that much detail but i'm also really glad that they're not because they cannot mess this case up yeah no wait did you guys see the petition on change.org to keep the investigation file sealed because they can't mess up this investigation. And Good, if they, I'll sign it right now. Yeah, because if they um, reveal too much, then the jury is going to be fucked. Yeah. And did you convicted. see the judge that they already had excused himself? He was like, I want blood from this guy, so I already know I'm not the best. Oh my god. So I really like that, that he or, he or she stepped down and was like, I'm not the right person for this. Like, I'm too close to this community. Yeah. Wow. My mom yeah. asked. She was like, did Sarah talk about this guy on the podcast? No. And then my dad texted me like this past week. It was like Delphi on ID network right now. <laughs> he was never once listed as a yeah. person of interest or suspect. I'm sure they probably had him. He does look just... like the sketch. He does. 
and he lived like a mile from abby or libby i'm not sure which one and he lived like five miles from the bridge so he was familiar with it he lived in town with like his wife and daughter which was really creepy but it was they were right all along like first i know it's like terrible but i'm sure that like they like the family and people involved kind of feel like somewhat validated that like the whole time they were been saying that like this person was hiding in plain sight and he really was Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah definitely i feel like they all knew it wasn't just some someone random yeah yeah and it had to be a local and it had to be somebody they knew and they did so i I just can't wait to like get the trial started yeah. and get this justice for abby and libby yeah we I should do like I, a lot we should do like a trial episode like a bonus yeah episode. Yeah. yeah that's a good idea i do feel like it's going to be hard to like get a jury and get like a i mean the judge already was hard to pick yeah really but a jury that hasn't heard of this and then they're probably gonna have to sequester them i don't know i feel like this is gonna be big all right i can get started so we will Obviously, you brought it up. They came out with the show, The Watcher. Have you guys? Did you guys see it? I, I didn't did finish it. Bit. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't finish it either, and I, well, I'm really not going to. It was just <laughs> yeah. cringy to me. Pe- people said they also like combined the list murders with yes. The Watcher. Like, why yeah. would they do that? That's yeah. so dumb. It was just like, and it's it's probably entertaining for people that like love the American Horror Story stuff because yeah. he does the same thing with that where he merges a bunch of stories together yeah i thought it was going to be more of like a close storyline to what happened in yeah in real I mean, life but i feel like if you're gonna market it as the watcher like clearly make it with the that watcher. story make it the watcher like at least yeah. with american horror story it's like a specific like thing right that isn't like branded as yeah like hotel right i didn't watch it but like hotel had like elements of real serial killers in it but it wasn't like and the cecil hotel like it was a whole bunch of different things but right yeah i'm not not a fan of that i wanted him to stay closer to the story me too me too and i get i i don't know i guess i assume since it was gonna it was a different show for american horror story i thought that maybe it would stay true to like the real one but i guess i wasn't too surprised because it is kind of like his style that's true yeah but do you guys now that I brought this up, do you have an idea of what John I'm list? Today? Is the yeah, list murder? John List? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love one. the list murder. Well, I don't Wait. love them. I don't I to be clear, I do not love murder. <laughs> she loves familiar side. And I'm just ex- super not excited, but I'm happy that you chose this because this one is not it's so hard saying it's my favorite because it's not yeah. something I enjoy. It's just this. It's story just because it's just... mind-boggling. It's literally so crazy. Yeah, and yeah. it's from New Jersey. Yeah. yeah, it's from Westfield, which is where what happened. Everything happened with the Watcher. So there's something going on in Westfield. Mm. Don't go to Westfield alone. <laughs> what are they doing over there? No idea. All right, something in the rich people ready? water. Yes. I was born ready. Yes. All right. So December 1971 in Westfield, New Jersey. Neighbors are beginning to suspect that something isn't right over at the List House. Although the family tended to be more reclusive than most, they thought it was strange that they hadn't seen anyone for a few weeks. Their house, which is actually a literal mansion, which I feel like I should need to mention, it was like a 19-room mansion. Big house. Um, Huge. Yeah. Huge. Um, (laughs) Huge. Had the lights on day and night without seeing any movement inside. 
after um I think it was a neighbor and then one of the kids drama school teacher um like started to get suspicious they ended up calling the police because they noticed the light bulbs started going out one by one that's creepy um yeah so officers arrived on the scene and entered the mansion through an unlocked window and organ music was blaring over the home intercom system um that's a nice sign yeah i would be like no i'm good i'm retiring early (laughs) i'm gonna stay outside thanks yeah so within a short amount of time they made a pretty startling discovery they're in the ballroom the ballroom of the mansion laid the bodies of helen 46 patricia 16 john jr 15 frederick 13 and alma list who was 84 and their family patriarch john was missing so in case you lost count that's five people a lot yeah that's a lot of people as police continued to investigate the home to try to piece together what exactly happened to the family they came across something deeply disturbing there on a desk in john's office was a letter addressed to the family pastor Within this five-page letter, John said that he saw too much evil in the world and admitted to killing his entire family to, quote, save their souls. Freak. (laughs) One way to put it. Yeah. He feared that his family, confronted with an evil and poverty-stricken world, would turn from God, especially his daughter who wanted to pursue a career in acting, which John felt was somehow linked to Satan. Mm -hmm. Naturally. (laughs) He deemed that murder was the only way to ensure their safe arrival into heaven. Most criminal profilers who were asked to analyze the letter have concluded that John came up with this motive to put his own mind at ease and actually just killed them due to stress. Yeah. Um, With John's detailed admission of the murders, the police were able to put together a full picture of what happened to the List family. So they... um, put together that he actually murdered them a month before they found them oh yeah um john took his own semi-automatic handgun as well as his father's old revolver and began his rampage after he dropped their three kids off at school john came home and shot his wife helen in the back of their uh, back of her head in the kitchen then he went up to the third floor apartment where he shot and killed his mother in her bed Patricia was the first child home from school, and she was met with a shot to the back of her head as well. The same would happen to their son, Frederick, shortly after. After John made himself a sandwich, he drove over to the bank to close both his and his mother's bank accounts. From there, he went to cheer on his older son, John, in a soccer game. After the game, the two drove home where John shot his son repeatedly because, as misfire evidence showed, his son attempted to defend himself. It would later be revealed that John shot his son 10 times. (gasps) Yeah. Can I say something? Of course. Like, I'm glad for, like, the four out of five people that they were shot in the back of the head like maybe they didn't realize what was coming so it was just like a quick yeah but also like what a wimp like you want to kill your whole family but you can't even like look them in the eyes when you do it you know like you're gonna act so tough do this big crazy thing and then you're just gonna like surprise attack them yeah i think the two like 
the oldest son, John, was shot a crazy amount of times. And the only other one that wasn't shot in the back of the head was his mom. And she was actually shot, like, right above her eye. It's like she's so old. Like, what is she going to yeah. do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After the massacre was over, John dragged his wife and children's bodies into the mansion's ballroom and placed them on an inn sleeping bags. He left his mother in the attic. To quote his letter to the pastor, apparently she was too heavy for him to move. I remember reading that. Like I like when they found the bodies too, I think they like opened the door and found her like lying on like a staircase or something. Like he was trying to move her, but then he just like gave up and left oh her there. God, so disrespectful. Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. who is your mother? mother? Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, like, just while we're taking this pause, um, if you do try to look up this murder on your own the pictures do come up of their bodies and they're very graphic so if you don't I've have never the stomach for that one. yeah if you don't have the they're stomach brutal. for that don't don't look it up sarah will post pictures to our instagram if you want to see just normal photos of the family but if you don't if you don't have the stomach for that don't look that up <laughs> he then began to clean the various crime scenes throughout the house cut himself out of every photograph within the home and put on a religious radio station over the home intercom system. John also wrote letters to the children's schools and part-time jobs claiming that the kids would be visiting their sick grandmother in North Carolina for a few weeks, which I, I think I forgot to put this in here, but John would later say that apparently she was supposed to go visit them and she canceled because she wasn't feeling well. But had she gone, he would have killed her too. <gasps> yeah, he said that. Like the grandma was going to come. Like So his wife's mom was going to come visit? I think, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So had she come, she, she would have been, been a sixth victim. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so he stopped all milk, mail, and newspaper deliveries. Um. He also lowered the temperature in the house to slow down the decomposing process. Like, that's psycho. Yeah. Well, this next part, I think, is the most disturbing, is he literally slept in the house that night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then before he left the next day, he prayed over their bodies. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Gross. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. There's like no words, honestly. Yeah. So leading up to this, John List and his family look like the typical all-American family. Everyone thought he was like the perfect husband, son, and father. So where did it all go wrong, right? How did this happen? I'm going to tell you how. Tell us, Allie. Appreciate that. Let me lay it down for you. So John was born in Bay City, Michigan, and was the only child of strict German-American parents, John and Alma List. His father, like John, was a devout Lutheran and Sunday school teacher. A year after John graduated high school, his dad ended up passing away, and he enrolled in the Army um, and was discharged three years later. He went to college afterwards and received his bachelor's and his master's. Um, In 1950, as the Korean War escalated, John was called back to active duty. At Fort Eustis in Virginia, he met a young widow, Helen Morris Taylor. She lived nearby with her daughter, Brenda, which I did not know she had another daughter before I was looking this up. Um, 
They married a little over a year later and moved to Northern California. John was described as being somewhat aloof and had a lack of social skills. Because of this, he had a habit of losing jobs fairly quickly. Um, Despite this, though, John and Helen eventually completed their family by having three kids. As John continued to move the family around, Brenda married and moved out of the family home. Eventually, the family settled in this 19-room Victorian mansion called Breeze Knoll in Westfield, New Jersey. So I just want to give you background of maybe why he is the way he is, and it's going to come up later in the story. Mm -hmm. In 1971, before the brutal murders, John List lost his job once again. Subsequent jobs were not panning out for him either. He didn't want to tell his family about the loss of income. His relationship with his wife was already strained because she was an alcoholic, and it was said that she'd actually been suffering from the effects of advanced syphilis contracted by her previous husband. Mm. So John, refusing to admit, once again, that he was unemployed, continued to pretend to go to work every day. In reality, he was going to the train station and reading the newspaper. (laughs) So creepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To keep his family afloat, he'd been secretly skimming money off of his mother's bank accounts to pay the mortgage. He refused to go on welfare because he didn't want to face the embarrassment from the local community. Um, Because like thinking about it now, Westfield is still like a very nice. Affluent area. It's just Uh nuts how he like still managed to keep the family like quote unquote like afloat for so long with not having a job and just especially in Westfield especially a 19 room mansion how he pulled that off for so long is beyond me yeah I have no idea how he did that just goes how like delusional and psychotic this man is I guess he could pull anything off I'm trying to find how much his mortgage cost I would love to know, actually. Right? Yeah. Well, nineteen what seventy one. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Could we afford that house in nineteen seventy one? We could probably afford it at nineteen seventy one prices now. Yeah. yeah. Right. But maybe not back then. I wonder how much. I saw he said he, uh, he was well. I don't want to ruin any part of your story, but. Can I just keep going? Maybe if I don't bring it up, you can just say it at the end. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so these financial issues combined with Helen's deteriorating mental health brought um, enough to make John snap. So Come like out. I said, I'm going to edit yeah. this part out. We okay. definitely could have afforded a 19-room mansion and he bought it for $50,000. disgusting and at the time it says he was behind by eleven thousand dollars on his house i hate that fifty thousand dollars is like a shitty down payment these days probably yeah it is okay i'm Um, so sorry no it's okay but you just Um, made me mad yeah sorry (laughs) that's not hard to do (laughs) it's really not (laughs) um So like I said, after John killed his family, he seemingly disappeared. The case quickly became the second most infamous, the second most infamous crime in New Jersey history. Surpassed only, do you guys want to take a guess? Uh, um, 
We had a serial killer, right? Was the Iceman from New Jersey? Or is that Long it wasn't Island that. or something? Once you say it, I'm going to be like, ah. Oh. It was 1971. Crazy. Okay, anyway, what, what was the Just what is the number one? Okay. It was surpassed only by the kidnapping and murder of the Lindbergh baby. Oh, come on. Oh. That doesn't make a count. It was the dad. <laughs> Well, now I feel like I have to do that case too. Yeah, that's right. your next case. <laughs> Tune in next time for yeah. Emily's coverage. Yeah. Just, let's just spoil it now. Yeah. Um, a nationwide manhunt was underway for John. Um, and since all reliable photos of him had been destroyed, it made finding him that oh, much more difficult. I didn't even yeah, think we... about that. When you said he cut his face out, I was like, oh, he must like not, couldn't live with the guilt. He knew exactly no. what he was doing. Yeah, because that's yeah, what I always like, thought too. Can we talk about the planning that went behind this really quick? Oh, yeah. The fact, the fact that he cut his face out of every single picture, turned all the lights on so it would mm-hmm. look like people were home, turned the temperature down so the bodies wouldn't decay. He tried yeah, to get away with this time. for oh, yeah. as long as possible. And like, I think I read that like he when he stopped deliveries and stuff like that, it was before they died. It was, it was oh, way be before. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did it. Because that would have been suspicious, right? Like if he yeah. canceled everything, like and then they were in, still around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn. Like and oh, and then he uses like God. Like I needed to murder my family so they mm-hmm. could get into heaven. To save like them. shut up, gross. Yeah. No, shut up. Yeah, that's, that's such a cop out. You are a psychopath. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for coming to my Thank talk. For, yeah. Jonathan, okay. Get out of my here. Angry rant, Don. <laughs> <laughs> um so investigators did find his car at john f kennedy airport in new york city which i feel like i had to name because i realized we don't have listeners that are exclusively from the tri-state area yeah slovakia (laughs) yeah exactly um but police found no evidence that he actually boarded a flight they checked out hundreds of leads without any results that's so sketchy too he's like let me just park my car at this airport Mm-hmm. Not even the closest airport. He went to a far one. Yeah. Newark, yeah. my guy. Bro, Westfield Newark. is like 15 minutes from the Newark airport. Yeah. But I, I do feel like if he went to Westfield, though, it would have been easier to track where he went because it's smaller. Like, Those are true. Newark, yeah, JFK has JFK. more international flights, too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, what is it? Oh, like plastic stuck to my elbow. <laughs> Your weenus. <laughs> my, stuck to my weenus. Um, so in 1972, another interesting case, which I have on my list to do, uh, John was proposed as a suspect in the D.B. Cooper air, air piracy case because of the timing of his disappearance, which had been two weeks prior to the hijacking. Hmm. Allie's so just very... sticking claim to all these big cases. <laughs> yeah. No, you guys can definitely, you guys go before me. So if you want to do it, but very quickly, if the listeners have not heard of this db cooper was a name created by the media to address a man who hijacked a flight from portland oregon to seattle washington he told the crew he had a bomb and demanded two hundred thousand dollars ransom upon landing after he received the money he got back on the second flight on the plane to mexico city and 30 minutes into this flight he opened the aircraft doors and parachuted into the night so insane (laughs) I know it's crazy. Um, the only were, way you can get away with something like that. 
They'll detain you as soon as you land. Yeah. You must parachute out. Um, there were multiple matches to the hijacker's description, which I thought was interesting too. And a lot of people reasoned that someone who murdered his entire family really has nothing else to lose. <laughs> that tracks, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. So in May of 1989, authorities approached the TV show America's Most Wanted, asking them to feature the crime and an age-rendered clay bust of John. I want to include this tidbit because, like, I think as an art person and also, like, true crime fanatic, it's so fascinating. As you know, there were no reliable photographs of John left, which is a huge reason why it was so difficult to locate him. The man who created the bust of John was a forensic artist named Frank Bender. Frank had previously had success in helping capturing aging fugitives and identifying decomposed bodies by creating sculptures. To imagine what John would look like, he consulted a forensic psychologist and created a psychological profile of John. He looked up pictures of John's parents and predicted what he could look like as he aged. One seemingly little thing he did was give John glasses. Frank said John wouldn't be vain enough to wear contact lenses, but also would be wearing a pair different than he wore at the time of the murders. They would be darker with thick frames as a way to hide, in a sense. That's so interesting. That's that's so so cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Oh, man. And on June 1st, 1989... 11 days after the episode aired and 18 years after the murder of his family, John Liss was arrested wearing the exact glasses described <gasps> and shown in the clay bus. That is Killed so cool. It. Isn't that cool? It. Yeah. And I'll show you a picture of that after this. But How cool yeah. is it that like investigators were just like, we have nothing to lose. Can we go on America's Most Wanted? Like, can we just it's try smart. this smart. I mean, like, like why, why right? not? It's so smart. Like, let's yeah. just do it up because we have no, it's been 18 years and we have nothing. Let's just do it. Exactly. I Low agree. I think it's a good idea. It's so um, awesome. He was identified by one of his friends and neighbors who had actually seen the episode. What one was current, like, yeah. on the lay, on the lamb? Yes, on the one of his on the lamb neighbors. Wow. <laughs> Wait, Allie, did you say where they found him? Yeah, so they actually they found him in Virginia. Like a little outside of Richmond, I think. Which is south of New Jersey. <laughs> okay, you're getting there. Uh, good job, Sarah. Good job. He was living under the name Robert Peter Clark after one of his college classmates. And oddly enough, this classmate would later state that he never even knew John List. That's creepy. He was in love with him. He was also gay. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. I mean, you never know. Um, he actually had remarried as well and started a new life, which like, could you imagine being being his wife and finding out? You never no. really know somebody, do you? Yeah god that'd be i don't even know like just to comprehend that i know um so john continued to stand by his new identity until he was extradited 
and fingerprinted back in New Jersey, where his true identity was revealed in 1990. Once the results came in, John admitted to who he was. So after the murders and dumping his car, John traveled by train from New Jersey to Michigan and then to Colorado. He settled in Denver in 1972 and took an accounting job under the new name. He joined a Lutheran church and ran a carpool for shut-in church members. Oh, now you're trying to be all like, yeah. I'm a good guy. Like that's mm-hmm. going to make up for you killing your family. Didn't he, wasn't he like a preacher at one point too? Like didn't yeah. he like run a church? Yeah, I don't like, know if that was. Before. I don't. Might have been. Might have been before. before it might have been before. Family. Yeah, I'm pretty but, sure. Yeah. Preacher by day, murderer by night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Casual. Mm-hmm. Um, at trial, he admitted to the pressures he had been feeling at the time of the murders, from losing his job, hiding his financial struggles, and dealing with his wife's alcoholism as well as her untreated syphilis. According to his testimony, John said Helen had also pressured him into marriage by faking a pregnancy after yeah, getting married. In, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> after getting married in Maryland, which didn't require premarital syphilis testing, which was mandated by other states back then. Interesting. Interesting. Um, her health got progressively worse. She didn't admit to her disease until. 1969 which was 18 years after they got married and two years before he killed his family so So i feel like untreated for wait so so she just had syphilis for like 20 years and didn't do anything yes she only admitted to it when she had finally went to the doctor and got a full workup and it revealed that she had syphilis and then she admitted that she's had it for nearly 20 years homie what did you ever watch drunk history no but i've heard it's funny (laughs) it is the funniest show i've ever seen in my life and they did one on al capone and how he was a syphilitic moron (laughs) (laughs) because it literally it like makes you go like wackadoo yeah yeah it drives you insane um that blows my mind like girlfriend yeah 18 18 years that is wild i feel bad for her losing her mind you just like not say anything yeah right and like how i mean i don't really know this but how does her having syphilis affect like childbirth i, I don't know yeah I the kids and yeah. also like yeah she had three other kids after getting it never none of those doctors it just shows like how sad unfortunately like women's health care was mm-hmm. and is yeah in this country yep um and honestly by then in 1969 that combined with her alcoholism said that basically transformed her from like a young attractive woman to an unkempt and paranoid recluse who would often and frequently publicly humiliate john which i'm sure did not help (laughs) it did not help um a court-appointed psychiatrist testified that John also suffered from OCD, and he only sought two solutions for his problems, which was either to accept and go on welfare, admit to his wrongdoings, or to kill his entire family and send their souls to heaven. Yeah, let's do that instead of that have everyone live and yeah. get help. Yeah. 
And his defense lawyers also argued that John suffered from PTSD from his military service in World War II in Korea, as well as he was going through a midlife crisis. Um, however, the prosecution pointed out what we're all thinking, which was that's really no excuse for killing five innocent people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like people yeah. go through so much worse and don't yeah. kill their entire family yeah. and stage them creepy. Right. Um, like, like it's different when not that it's okay that like someone could have like a manic break and then just like kill their whole family he planned it like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't just like a psychotic break like this was calculated mm-hmm. oh yeah um on april 12th 1990 john list was found guilty and convicted of five counts of first degree murder good I, yeah well-deserved uh at his sentencing hearing he said quote i feel that because of my mental state at the time i am i am unaccountable for what happened i ask all affected by this for their forgiveness understanding and prayer no well your Uh, kids can't give you their forgiveness because he mm -mm. shot him in the back of the head yeah no Mm -mm, mm -mm. um and the judge responded and had the best answer to John. What's the clapback, Allie? Tell us. Let me tell you the clapback. John Emile List is without remorse and honor. After 18 years, five months, and 22 days, it is now time for the voices of Helen, Alma, Patrick, Frederick, and John F. List to rise from the grave. <gasps> That's it. Boom. That's it. I lo- I'm going to start telling people they're without honor. Yes, you should. Let's bring it back. <laughs> is that what he said? That he's without honor? Without remorse and Re- honor. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess when somebody makes me mad now, I'll be like, are you without no honor? <laughs> <laughs> without no honor? How how would someone respond to that if he said, like, in a meeting? If you were just like, um, are you without no honor? <laughs> like, um, are you okay? <laughs> I'm going to create, um, merch without honor honor. i love that that's a good idea without no honor (laughs) um so then the judge gave john five consecutive uh life terms yeah he did attempt to appeal them but of course no shocking (laughs) courts denied him no Um, shot no in an interview with connie chung he did express remorse for his crime saying he wished he never did what he did when asked why he didn't kill himself after killing his entire family he said that he believed if he committed suicide he wouldn't go to heaven and see his family sir you committed sir you got bigger murder. problems you're not going to heaven you're not going you're not going it's like he broke one okay. of the Ten commandments i can either kill myself or kill my entire family right right just end it for yourself like leave the kids alone right yeah what a loony john list died of complications of pneumonia at age 82 on march 21st 2008 while imprisoned in trenton new jersey in reporting his death the new jersey star ledger referred to him as the boogeyman of westfield creepy (laughs) I don't agree with that. Stop that giving creepy. them cool names. I know. I don't, but like, let him die. <laughs> he killed his whole family because he was a coward. 
Yeah. You yeah. know what I like? I just it pisses me off when they give them cool names. Right. Like, give them something. Stop it. Ridiculous. If you're gonna give them anything, like tiny PP man. Yeah. Or. <laughs> Yeah, stupid. <laughs> the stupid guy from Westfield. Yeah. <laughs> the creep reading the dumbass. newspaper every day at the train station. <laughs> Just start the loser that. deadbeat dad from Westfield. Yeah. <laughs> Stop giving them cool, creepy names, damn it. Um, in 1972, nine months after the murder, Breeze Knoll was destroyed in a fire. Although Intentionally? So although the destruction was ruled arson, it remains unsolved with no suspects to this day. Honestly, it that it just things like that, like it, it just needs to needed, go. Yeah. yeah. You just need to go. Yep. But what's ironic about this is that destroyed along with the home was the ballroom's stained glass original Tiffany skylight, which was worth a hundred thousand dollars. Damn. Mm-hmm. so i like to me he knew and just killed his family you know like that's really what seals it for me is that he had to have known how much that was worth or he's and, just that much you know, an idiot i don't know you know i really don't because that's yeah because like, i i think at, the, at that point you like when you, you decide you're gonna kill your family right no matter what like you, he made the plans yeah yeah um and a new house was built there two three years after yeah. i wonder how far that house is from the watcher house Less i think you can probably look map it up quest it. if they're in the same neighborhood no, I just we can do a drive by <laughs> quest you're aging yourself so let's print out the map quest directions and go <laughs> I feel like it's like oh my god imagine it if it was built and it's the watcher house <gasps> and we're the first people to figure it out it's not I, I remember it not being when I looked it up, <laughs> it's not no I remember like looking it up and I was like oh okay I'll look it up google that's directions okay Okay, and six fifty-seven. Go. They are seven minutes apart. <gasps> wow, <laughs> that's nuts. Okay, that now is. type in Westfield Coldstone and see how far that is from them. Okay, please. Coldstone. Like, I could have given ice cream to the Westwood Watcher and not known it. I would just like okay. to talk about that again. It's literally like, oh, I'll share my screen. Hello. Oh, I might have to give you permission. Oh, yeah, you do. Please. Excuse me, ma'am. Sorry. Squeeze me. Okay, I got it. All right. So, this cold stone's right in between them. <gasps> do you see it? Oh my I God. do. And then this is uh john list house and this is the watcher house they are kind of on like the opposite sides of town and the highway is in between them yeah imagine if they were like neighbors yeah that'd be creepy i'm just gonna show you here's the clay bust side by side with him 
Shut up. I can't believe how like the glasses though. Yeah. It's like identical. Isn't that weird? And to think that guy better have gotten a raise. Yeah, right. (laughs) And I he's know, such like an average up. looking man too, and I can't yeah. believe how spot on it is. Yeah, like just based off of like all, like no imagery. I mean, maybe if they had like fuzzy photos from somewhere, like that's all yeah. they had. But that's crazy. Well, like, also, imagine being the person that watched the America's Most Wanted episode and was like, "Holy shit, that's my that's my my pal." <laughs> yeah, we. I would uh, tell like, every person I knew. <laughs> This is the house, too. Before they, I guess, the renovations, you know, before they before they were murdered. This is the house. And then this is it after the fire. Which, like, that is a, an extensive fire. Like, you can see. Yeah, it that's intentional. Oh, yeah. Um, or maybe someone then, was like, be gone. Yeah. Um, I really hope nothing bad comes up. I was going to show you the family. Of their family, just so sad. I know, like little boys. Oh, I did want to say is um, there's a podcast called Father Wants Us Dead, <gasps> and it's and it's about this the the John List murders, and it's like a series, so they get like super into detail, and it's they talk to like the friends of the kids too, and it's like really like nice to wow. hear from like. The people yeah. that knew them and they talk about them and how like good people that they were and like how they wanted to go places like especially the daughter like she really wanted to do like great things with her life and it was just like so sad that it was cut so short but yeah. um def def recommend that it's such a good podcast this is uh db cooper too like the sketches which oh wow okay a little longer of a face yeah like a narrow a little more suave Mm -hmm. listener like yeah also i should say that um the fbi doesn't believe that well that's it that's all i got for y'all good pick that's such a crazy story it does make me feel good that i always thought that he was actually from new jersey yeah no, he just gave it a bad name yeah he is like a very weird like horrifying mm-hmm. it pisses me off that like these killers like live so long because <laughs> that's crazy yeah. you said like he had an interview with connie connie what's her last name connie, connie Chung. Chung. i'm like i know who that is but like yeah. he sh- like should have been dead already <laughs> right yeah like i mean i will say like i was thinking the same thing that he shouldn't be he shouldn't get to live that long while his kids and his get have to die young yeah. but i will say too what i immediately thought was um he's getting he was getting his in prison for that yeah. long yeah i'm thankful for <laughs> yeah um what year was he caught you said 1989 yeah. mm-hmm that was the year my sister was born. Uh-oh. In a, in a way, I kind of wish he died because he was so afraid of going to hell. And that's just yeah. like, I well, want him he's to there. be really yeah. afraid. Yeah. He's such what a, a loser. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So are you ready to go next week? 
I have no idea what I'm going to do. Do you want to take any of the ones I mentioned? <laughs> no, I can't. Okay. I can't do that. It's cheating. Oh, I don't care. I do have one. Well, I got, I got to do. People are going to be scared of me. I have to do one that's a little less gruesome, I think. Yeah, I like to switch it up because like after this one, I'm like, okay, I won't do like a family like the, annihilator. Like alien yeah. Abduction. I thought that was interesting and not as freaky. Yeah. And what was the last one? The murder house one? I mean, yeah. one of the stories in there was pretty sad when they killed the fucking children. But... Yeah, little baby Lisa. Little Lisa. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. It's a mystery to us all. Yeah. Can't wait. It's always a last, it's always a game time decision. I know. Well, I really, I don't, I totally forgot we recorded that last episode. I was like, oh my God, it is my turn. Cause otherwise yeah. I could have been working on it this entire time. It's been a long time since we recorded though. Almost a month. Yeah. yeah. We were doing so good for a while. And we had such <laughs> well, our goal, yeah, our goal was to get through October, I feel like. And we did yeah. that. Maybe we can do that um, before Christmas too, just so we yeah. don't have to record while we're off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be good. Yep. All right. All right. I'm gonna take Pepper outside to poop. Beautiful. Pepper! Love that. Give her a hug for me, please. I will. I, so wait, I someone saw- at the dog park yesterday or on Saturday said your glasses match your dog. Oh, <laughs> and they do. literally do. Her That's face so looks cute. just like my glasses, except I had my glasses first, so I'll just say. You have pepper glasses. I had them first. <laughs> the first I have- pepper. She I'm copied you. Yeah. That's so funny. That's cute. Yeah. I love that. Her fur pattern copper copied your glasses. I'll post a picture of that as well. <laughs> for all the people in yeah, Slovakia yeah. to see. Yeah, perfect. Who don't know Pepper yet. Yeah. Yeah. She's the Antichrist. Fair. All right. Everyone have a good night. Bye. Bye. Resources for this episode include Wikipedia.com, Murderpedia.com, all that's interesting.com and ForensicFilesNow.com Desk chair.